Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning, Mount Calvary Nation, in-house and through the world wide web. Good morning. Everyone, good morning. We have come into the house of the Lord to worship him. We have entered into his gates with praise. Psalm 96 says, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the earth. Sing unto the Lord. Bless his name. Show forth his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nation are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him all the earth. Eternal God, our Father, we want to say thank you. There is no God like our God. You are the keeper of our souls. We bless your name. We thank you, Father God for the most precious gift that you can give unto mankind and that is your son Jesus Christ and we thank you that because of him you have made us your children you have given us a hope and a future we thank you that you have fearfully and wonderfully made us Father God and we praise your holy name and as we come into this place via our presence here or via satellite, Father God. We just exalt you. We praise you. We magnify your holy name. We worship you in the beauty of holiness. We exalt you. We esteem you. We just praise you. We lift up holy hands to you, Father God. Have your way in our lives, Father God, as we become the people who you called us to be, Father God. Have your way, Holy Spirit. 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 Way, Holy Spirit. As you speak through the man of God, have you have your way as you speak to him 
let your word go through and through us and in us to bring about a change as we become the people that you called us to be to be salt and light in the earth Holy Spirit change us Father you are the potter and we are the clay no longer will we just be we are who you say we are we will be who you say we will be Father God we will speak your words Father God let the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost infuse our lives like never before Father God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ we pray thee have your way Father God amen and amen come on and open up your mouth and begin to give God glory he's worthy to be praised worthy to be worshipped and adored that's good with your hands but come on open up your mouth give him glory tell, you how, tell him how you feel about him tell him that you love him tell him that he's worthy to be praised thank you Lord Lord you're holy Lord you're awesome Lord you're a wonder you're a wonder in my soul you're a wonder in my mind Lord you're holy Lord you're awesome Lord you're great Lord you're worthy Lord you're awesome Lord you're great you're faithful you're righteous you're kind and we give your name all the glory all the glory all the praise Hallelujah. Come on, stand up to your feet and let's magnify the name of Jesus today. We're going to lift his name higher. We're going to magnify his name. His name is already bigger. We're going to magnify his name above our problems, above our issues, above our headaches, above our backaches, above our body, above everything. We're going to magnify his holy name. Hallelujah. 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 Right here. I will sing praises unto my king, yeah. I will sing praises unto my king, yeah. He is creator of everything. He is creator of everything. And I will exalt him, his name adore, yeah. I will exalt him, his name adore, yeah. Give honor and reverence forevermore. Honor and reverence forevermore. We lift up our hands, we lift up our hands to our God, to our God, to our God, to our God, to be God, we just start flowing, 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 we I will sing praises unto my king, yeah. I will sing praises unto my king, yeah. But he is creator of everything. He is creator of everything. Say, be thou exalted above the heavens. Be thou exalted above the heavens. And honor 
declare that thy name is holy. Lift his name higher today. He's worthy right here. Say We worship, adore you, say we declare, nobody like you, we worship, adore you, we declare, nobody like you, say we worship, adore you, we declare, nobody like you, say we worship, adore you, we declare, nobody like you, Nobody like Say we worship, we worship, adore you, adore you. We declare, we declare, nobody like you, nobody like you. Say we worship, we worship, adore you, adore you. Say we declare, we declare, nobody like you, nobody like you. Say we worship, we worship, adore you, adore you. Say we declare, we declare, nobody like you, 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 nobody like you. 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 Nobody like you.
Missionary Baptist Church and may God's blessings be upon all who are present the Phoebe ministry welcomes you to witness the transformational power of salvation Romans 6 4 states therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of our father even so we also should walk in the newness of life I am Sister Carla Scott, and these are, this is our candidate for baptism, Little Miss Michaela Reed. Based upon your profession of the faith in Jesus Christ, I baptize you, my sister, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Thank you. 
Oh, good morning, saints of God. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you. You all can be seated. I appreciate it, but, but y'all be seated. Thank you. Let me, um, well, first of all, thank God for another uh, precious soul that has said yes to him that has entered into believer's baptism. Uh, so this is a little different than what we are used to as a Mount Calvary family, right? We, we baptize on the fourth Sunday, period. Um, but during this, uh, during this time of uncertainty, um, and particularly where there are those who have, um, who, you know, who say online, I want to be saved, or um, we want to make sure, first of all, that we don't miss anybody. And then number two, we want to make sure that we do this in as responsible a way as we can. And so we never baptize anybody from more than one household on any given Sunday. Uh, and so I appreciate Miss um, Sandifer, uh, Deaconess Sandifer and Deacon Sandifer and, uh, and their respective teams uh, for making it work with individuals' schedules. Um, and so we will just keep baptizing until we get everybody who wants to uh, enter into baptism. Uh, <clears throat> one household at a time. Let me make a few observations and then we are going to recognize some very special people today. Uh, first of all, welcome to everybody who is here in the sanctuary. It's good to see your faces even if only behind masks. It uh, sometimes takes me a few weeks to realize who people are um, if, if I haven't uh, seen you in a while behind, behind your mask uh, since I'm not used to just seeing your eyes, but, uh, but it's good to see you here in the sanctuary. And then the majority of people who are worshiping with us today are worshiping uh, via Facebook Live or on the website. Uh, Welcome to you two who are joining us virtually. We thank God for the opportunity in the midst of this pandemic that we can do this virtually. And we thank God for the technology that he's given and the people to work the technology uh, to make it happen. We are grateful. Welcome to everybody, whether you're in person or online. Certainly, I appreciate Brother Percy Williams. Uh, my family and I took a little break uh, last week to get down to uh, Florida to just chill. And, uh, and I appreciate Brother Percy Williams for preaching and, uh, and all the teams uh, for, uh, for carrying off uh, service in my absence. If you see Marquita Mills, um, make sure you congratulate her if you see her online or shoot her an email or something. She just graduated yesterday from Central State with a BA in social work with a 3.82 GPA. Are the Mills here? They were no, they are not here. All right. Uh, also, Reagan Jackson, one of our young ladies, looks like she just graduated from high school, but uh, she graduated from college yesterday, graduated from Central State uh, with a BA in some area of sports that I've never heard of and I cannot remember. Um, I'm sure she or Vet will, uh, will let me know by text here. Um, but congratulations to Reagan. We do start Holy Convict. Miss Tracy, <laughs> you catch me off guard every time. I'm thinking, why is Tracy sitting there with her hand up? I got it. You had surgery this week. 
Yes, man, you got to keep it elevated. Yes, I get it. <laughs> Every time I look up, I think you're trying to get my attention. I apologize. Um, Holy Convocation begins this week, this Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. One of our new pastors in town, Pastor uh, J. Armard Ellis from the Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church is going to be our guest on Wednesday night. Uh, Dr. Cedric Veal from Cleveland, Ohio. You all remember him. He's going to be our guest on Thursday night. And then uh, Pastor Rodney McFarland from a little place called Brickstown, Kentucky is going to be our guest on, on Friday night uh, for our special youth and young adult service. All services will be uh, in person and online. That's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday of this week at 7 o'clock. And then we'll come together at 1030 next Sunday uh, for the State of the Church. And we will celebrate Pentecost Sunday. We are honoring today a very special group of people who a little over a year ago uh, were thrown into... Um, were thrown into um, essential worker status. Uh, we knew they were essential before, but uh, but with the onslaught of the pandemic, um, we we started appreciating how essential they are, and and that is those who work in the healthcare field, uh, from uh, everybody, doctors. Um, nurses, those who are working at the uh, the patient access desks, um, janitors, food service, uh, all those people who who kept the healthcare system up and running, so that as this nation um, faced an enemy we could not see that was attacking our bodies, they put their lives on the line daily to make sure that the rest of us. Uh, had good health care and we as a Mount Calvary nation just want to say that we appreciate them. Uh, there are over 60, we, we didn't know that we had so many, there are over 60 uh, people here in the Mount Calvary family alone who work daily in the health care industry and who were called upon during this global pandemic uh, and certainly we want to recognize them. Uh, Mountain Media, if you're ready with that video, uh, they're going to run this video and then I'll come back to you.
if there are any of those 62 people who were just mentioned in the slides, those who are part of the Mount Calvary Nation who helped to keep the healthcare system up and running, if any of you are here, would you stand just so that we can say thank you? Words cannot express how grateful we are that you all took care of us and are taking care of us because we are still in it during this pandemic. Thank you so much. After service, if you're here in the building, um, I'm going to meet you at the, uh, at the ramp door. That's the door to the right um, in the lobby. And we have a token of appreciation from the Mount Calvary family to you. If you are online, uh, you can pick up your token after service today. If you want to come by between 12 and 1, the deacons will be here uh, and I will be here. And we'll be glad to give it to you between 12 and 1. Or uh, you can come during the week between 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday to Friday. And you can pick up your token of appreciation. Mount Calvary just wants to say thank you. The music ministry is going to come and lead us further in worship. And then we're going on into our study for the day from Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. We're going backwards a little bit. Acts chapter 1. Hallelujah. Are you all grateful that we serve an amazing God? Hallelujah. Thank you again to all healthcare workers. We really appreciate you all for everything that you're doing. Hallelujah. Come on, can you just give God a praise and tell him thank you for being everything to us? Thank you. In the midst of it all, he's still amazing. Hallelujah. Oh. We can all sing this together. Here we go. Sing, you're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. So amazing. So amazing. Say, you're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. So amazing. So amazing. You hung the sun, the stars and moon to shine. To say you're mine. Oh, I'm glad to say you're mine. Come on, let's sing it together again. Say you're amazing. You're amazing. You're amazing. Come on, y'all. Sing you're amazing. You're Hallelujah. Amazing. So amazing. Shout you're amazing. You're amazing. Sing you're amazing. So amazing. Come on. Say you heal the sick. Heal the sin. You raise the dead. You're Lord of all. Lord of all. The great I am. You cause the sun, the stars, and moon to shine. I'm glad to say you're mine. Oh, I'm glad to say you're mine. Say we stand in all 
just look back over this time and give him praise. We're gonna sing it one more time. Hey, sing your It's safe space. I can still say that you're amazing. Can we say that together? No one, no one compares to you. Oh, 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 no one, no one compares to you. Come on, let's sing it together. Say, You're amazed, you're amazed, you're amazed, you're amazed, you're amazed, you're amazed, so amazing. So With no music, sing, You're amazed, you're amazed, you're amazed, you're amazed. You're amazing, so amazing. One more time, we say you're amazing. You're amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing, so amazing. Now come on, if we serve an amazing God, come on and rejoice in His praise. know that why don't you just clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you for being an amazing God. awesome God we serve Acts chapter 1 Acts chapter 1 we are starting at verse 1 I'm going to read from the new international version of the Holy Scriptures Acts chapter 1 starting at verse 1 And here's what it says. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? 
He said to them, it is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Verses 1 through 8 of Acts chapter 1, you may be seated. Here we are at the Sunday before Pentecost, what many consider to be the birthday of the church, that Lord's Day, 50 days after the resurrection of our Lord, when they gathered together in the upper room, as Jesus had instructed, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven that was like a rushing mighty wind and it filled the place where they were sitting and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance you remember Pentecost this is just what Jesus had promised at the end of Luke's gospel he leaves off with Jesus saying, I'm going to send the promise of my Father to you. Just wait at Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And now here in Acts chapter 1, Luke picks up the story. Jesus uh, is assembled together with them and he says, John truly baptized with water, but I want you to wait in Jerusalem for another baptism. Because in just a few days you're going to be baptized with the Holy Ghost. This was just the fulfillment of what John had already been preaching. John had preached, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me there is coming somebody who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not even worthy to carry, and he's going to baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. That's, Miss, that's you, Miss Stephanie. I couldn't tell who you were. I didn't know till I looked and saw Noah. And, <laughs> and as we study what it means to be the church, what it means to operate in power, as we work our way to Pentecost Sunday next week, certainly we, uh, we hear Jesus' words resonating in our spirit, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Now, in this modern church age, we say a lot of things about the Holy Spirit, and uh, I will use the terms Holy Spirit and Holy Ghost interchangeably because the Bible does. We attribute much to the Holy Spirit uh, that he doesn't have anything to do with. And I will refer to him as he, as the Bible does, not it. But today, if you will allow me a little bit of liberty, we will get back to Acts chapter 1 at some point. But I want to use that as a launching point because the Lord Jesus taught his disciples a lot about the gift of the Holy Ghost on the night that he was, on the night before he was crucified. Uh, they were hearing this news that he was going to have to leave them and they were distraught, right? Their hearts were troubled. That's why he said, let not your hearts be troubled. Uh, they couldn't quite grasp the fact that he was leaving them, that he was going away they were distressed but he tells them I'm not going to leave you comfortless I will come to you right uh, I will come to you speaking 
of himself as the spirit that's why you'll also hear the holy ghost referred to in the bible as the spirit of christ right jesus says i will come to you he attempts to comfort their hearts by enlightening them about the coming holy spirit this conversation is found in the gospel of john chapters 14 15 and 16 and and you can read all three chapters in your study time but allow me in the next 20 minutes or so I'm going to preach all three of them how about that uh, allow me just to lift out some truths about the Holy Ghost from all three of these chapters of the Holy Scriptures. You see, I'm afraid that most of the movements of Christianity have reduced the Holy Spirit, have reduced the power and the person of the Holy Ghost down to what we prefer about him or what we can understand about him. While much of what Jesus taught about him goes uncovered. Um, I don't mean any offense. We have, we as Baptists, we Baptists, we've reduced the Holy Ghost to something you catch when you get excited in worship. The Pentecostals have reduced him to an unseen force that makes your body jerk and your tongue wag. And if he's really moving, fall out on the floor. The Charismatics have reduced the Holy Spirit often to their own voice talking to themselves in their own heads saying whatever it is they want to hear the Catholics have reduced the Holy Ghost to the one who got Mary pregnant the Apostolics have reduced the Holy Ghost to the dividing line between who's saved and who's not the non-denominationals don't know what to do with him and even Sam Winston can be accused of reducing the Holy Ghost to giving us power to live the witness. But I've come to tell you today that the Holy Ghost that Jesus introduces to us in his conversation with the disciples is so much more than all of that. Yes. The Holy Ghost, as Miss Anne Roy used to put it, will make you move and shout and cry when it's real. Yes, the Holy Spirit will take control of your tongue and have you speaking in languages that no human taught you. Yes, the Holy Ghost is the one who visited Mary. Yes, the Holy Spirit is necessary for salvation. You must be born again. Yes, he is the one who gives us power to live the witness, but we need a bigger picture of who the Holy Ghost is and what the Holy Ghost does in our lives and that's what we're going to look at for a bit today I want to title this message simply the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost let me say that this list is not meant to be exhaustive but it will at least broaden our concept of who the Holy Spirit is and how he operates in our lives first of all uh, look at John chapter 14 if you have your Bible or you have your phone uh, you'll stay with me we'll be between John 14, 15 and 16 for a little bit look over at John 14 verse 16 and you will find that Jesus describes the Holy Spirit as number one another comforter say that with me another comforter Jesus says another that is someone just like me what Jesus was to them on earth what Jesus was while he was here with them he says the spirit will be that in Jesus bodily absence the word comforter in the original text you know it Bible scholars parakletos it literally means someone 
who comes along one side for help. Someone who props you up, a helper, a consoler, an advocate. I used to hear John Taylor pray, digging John Taylor pray when I was a kid. He used to pray, prop us up on every leaning side. That's the Holy Ghost. You do recognize that all of us, from the pulpit to the back door, all of us have some leaning sides. Even the strongest posts start to lean after they've been in the weather a while. Enough wind blowing up against you, you'll lean. Enough rain loosening the soil around you, you'll start leaning. Enough other people leaning on you, enough lightning strikes, and any post will need propping up. I don't have time to go real deep into it because I've got five points today, not three. So let, let's, let's, let me just say, thank God that the Holy Ghost is another comforter. I like the way the hymnologist put it. He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I'm his own. Jesus illuminates another comforter. But not only that, but in the same verse, you'll find number two, you will find an abiding companion. The Bible says that he may abide with you forever. That word abide means to dwell, to remain, to, to, to continue to be present, to be held, to be kept, to endure, to continue. Jesus said he'll abide with you forever. In the next verse, Jesus says he's with you and he's going to be in you. Did you hear that? He's a companion, he's an ally, he's an assistant, he's a comrade, he's a partner. He's with you and he's not going to leave you. I know, I know that many of us think that we can have the Holy Ghost today and he be gone tomorrow. I know. We look back at what happened to King Saul when the Spirit left him. But you have to keep in mind that the Holy Spirit hadn't been poured out on all flesh yet. And here, Jesus says, he'll be with you forever. Can I combat something? Let, let, me, let me correct something. Um, if you lost him, you didn't have him. He wasn't there to begin with if he left you. Jesus said, He'll stay with you. There used to be a song that was popular a few years ago. Choirs were singing it all over the country, messing up people's theology. What if he takes away his love and his spirit from above? What? That's hogwash. His love remains. You better talk to Paul. He said, I'm persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You, he ain't going to take away his love. And here, Jesus said, his spirit will abide forever. 
I don't write this stuff I just reported in good times his spirit remains in bad times his spirit remains in happy times his spirit remains in sad times his spirit remains when I'm rich I got his spirit when I'm broke I'm still spirit filled in well times in sick times his spirit remains is there anybody grateful that we have an abiding companion Oh, my daddy taught it to me like this. I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard the thunder roll and I've felt sin's breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul, but I've heard the voice of Jesus bidding me still to fight on because he promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. We have another comforter. We have an abiding companion. But then down in verse 26 of chapter 14 of John, we see we have number three, an advocating coach. It's in the text. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. I like the way the NIV puts it, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. I really like the way the Message Bible puts it, the friend, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send at my request, will make everything plain to you. He will remind you of all the things I've told you. The comforter, the advocate, the one who's in your corner, your friend, your leaning post will teach you. He will instruct you. He will explain things to you. He will coach you by reminding you what I have said. Now, we have, listen, we attribute some of everything to the Holy Ghost said or the Holy Spirit told me. And some of the stuff doesn't even line up with the word and saints I need to tell you today that if it is not a reminder of what Jesus has said it is not the Holy Ghost that's why we have to know the word that's why we have to study the word that's why we have to know the Bible because if we don't then we don't give the Holy Spirit anything to work with he cannot bring to our remembrance what has not been deposited in the first place my children amaze me particularly uh, my, my younger children I won't call their names because they ask me not to say their names from the pulpit no problem my younger children y'all know who I'm talking about they sometimes if they ask for something I say I don't have any money they say go to the ATM I'm sorry ma'am apparently you don't understand how the ATM works I can put my card in all day but if there has not been something deposited ahead of time then when I put my card in all it's going to say is insufficient funds but the Holy Ghost our advocating coach will bring the right word at the right time for whatever it is we're going through when you're about to fly off the handle because somebody said something stupid at work it's the Holy Ghost who reminds you that a soft answer turns away wrath 
but harsh words stir up anger. When you're about to quit because you've had enough, it's the Holy Spirit who, who whispers in your ear, don't be weary in doing well. Because in due season, you'll reap if you don't faint. Mm. It's the Holy Ghost who reminds you, wait on the Lord and be of good courage. It's the Holy Spirit who reminds you, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings as eagles. They shall, they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Oh, when you, when, listen, listen to me. When you're ready to snatch your earrings off, and kick off your shoes and throw off your wig and grease up your hands and whoop somebody's tail like you used to back in the day. It's the Holy Ghost that whispers to you, you shall not have to fight in this battle. This battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. Oh, when you get that report from the doctor, it's the Holy Ghost who reminds you he was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we're healed. When you are ready to throw in the towel, to end it all, it is the Holy Ghost who reminds you, you shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Holy Ghost is the one who says you can make it. The joy of the Lord is your strength. It's the Holy Ghost who says keep fighting. My strength is perfected in your weakness. It's the Holy Ghost who says it's going to be alright. All things work together for good to you it's the Holy Ghost who said don't worry about it no weapon formed against you will prosper it's the Holy Ghost who said don't stop now press toward the mark oh it's the Holy Ghost who whispers in your ear you can make it you are above and not beneath. You're the head, not the tail. You're blessed in the city and in the country. Your kids are blessed. Your land is blessed. Your stuff is blessed. Blessed in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Blessed with every spiritual blessing. Is there anybody grateful for the coaching of the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Who can testify that at the right time, he will whisper the right thing from the word of God that, as a matter of fact, you're sitting here right now because when you thought you would give up, when you thought you would give in, the Holy Ghost whispered in your ear. <laughs> He's another comforter. I'm almost done. He's an abiding companion. He's an advocating coach. But then you go over to chapter 15, verse 26. Jesus shows us that the Holy Spirit is really, number four, an announcer of Christ. Wait a minute, Reverend, what do you mean? Well, I know that it's the Baptist versus the Pentecostals, right? Do we preach more Jesus or do we preach more Holy Ghost? That's the age-old question as if the Holy Ghost is not the Spirit of Christ. But here's what Jesus says in verse 26, when he, when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth which proceedeth from the Father, he shall testify of me. Jesus says the Spirit of truth will testify about me. 
He will announce who I am. He will affirm my identity. He will bear witness. He will give testimony. He will report who I am. The Holy Spirit won't be talking about himself. He'll be talking about me. Saints, it's not the Holy Ghost or Jesus. No. The Holy Ghost testifies about Jesus. The Holy Ghost always points to Jesus. The Holy Spirit's job is not to bring strange revelations that don't point to Jesus. I'm going to say it again because we need to hear it. The Holy Spirit's job is not to bring strange revelations that don't point to Jesus. I'm going to say it one more time. The Holy Spirit's job is not to bring strange revelations that don't point to Jesus. The Holy Spirit illuminates Jesus. The Holy Spirit lights him up. The Holy Spirit highlights Jesus, spotlights Jesus. The Holy Spirit magnifies the name of Jesus. You do recognize that there is something about the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm, listen, listen. I am godly proud of the name I wear. Samuel Nathaniel Winston Jr. Because of who my father was, that name has opened up some doors for me. As a matter of fact, we confirmed it this week that that name has some generational impact. My son was at an audition and when they saw his real name, which is not Nate, by the way, his real name, Samuel Nathaniel Winston III, the people who were conducting the audition said, wait a minute, is your father Sam Winston? The name has some impact. My nephew calls it Dayton Famous. But if you go outside of the city, go outside of this region, that name has no power. You can call my name in most places and people will just look at you like, so what? Ah, uh, but every time. <laughs> every time. And anywhere that I call, I'm trying my best to contain myself, that I call on the name of Jesus, something happens. The heavens open and hell trembles. Let me, let me close at the name of Jesus. You know what the Bible says? Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess. Has anybody ever, ever called on that name? And you saw some doors open 
in the name is there anybody here who's ever been on your sick bed and called on the name of Jesus and as a result you're sitting here today well the story is told and some of you may have been on this very bus trip Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church was going somewhere to visit another church and as they were traveling on a big charter bus it was raining and the bus driver lost control of the bus and the bus was going all over the highway but one of the saints that was on the bus had enough presence of mind to call out Jesus and they said immediately the bus straightened up and was back on track all I'm trying to tell you is that there is something about the name of Jesus it soothes all of my doubts it calms all my fears it makes demons behave it makes angels bow down that name heals the soul saves the sinner Jesus said in my name believers will speak with new tongues in my name they'll pray for the sick and they shall recover in my name if they drink anything deadly it won't hurt them I don't know about you but I've seen the sick healed in his name I've seen the dead raised in his name I've seen addiction leave in his name I've seen families put back together in his name I've seen AIDS healed in his name I've seen cancer leave in his name I've seen Alzheimer's healed in his name I've seen Corona healed in his name I've seen demons cast out in his name I've seen joy restored in his name as a matter of fact the more I call him the better I feel him I said the more I call him the better I feel him y'all excuse me y'all forgive me Jesus 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 I dare you to call him 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 I dare you to let the Holy Ghost bring his name to your mouth let the Holy Spirit bring his name to your situation let the Holy Spirit bring his name to your sickness let the Holy Ghost bring his name to your house call him Jesus call him Jesus oh Jesus oh. you've called everybody else you called the doctor 
You called the lawyer. You called your friend. You even called your enemies. But now it's time. Ah, Jesus. Something about that name. Something about the name. Something about the name. Something about the name. Jesus. Hallelujah. If you've got hands and you can slip them up, just lift your hands and call him. Watch him, watch him. Watch him. Watch what he does when you call his name. Something happens when you call him. Hallelujah. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Spirit. That's him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When there is you can't you can't separate the Holy Ghost from Jesus. The Holy Ghost testifies about Jesus. The Holy Ghost testifies who Jesus is. It's the Holy Spirit in you that will bring Jesus into the situation that you couldn't do anything about. That's the Holy Ghost in you. Listen, I'm not trying to mess with anybody's theology. I'm not trying to mess with anybody's anything. But some of us are so worried that we might not have the Holy Ghost because we never spoke in tongues. But just yesterday, you went into a situation and diffused what nobody else could. And that was the Holy Ghost working in you to bring peace in that situation. That was the Holy Ghost pointing to Jesus. We'll, we'll talk about some of the sign gifts next week. We'll talk about all that. Because they're still operational. All I want you to see is that there's, there's no battle in the Trinity between Jesus and the Holy Ghost. He is another comforter. He is an abiding companion. He is an advocating coach. He is the announcer of Christ. And I'm done. But then finally... He is an advising counselor. John 16, 13, Jesus is saying, I have more to say to you, but you can't hear it yet. You can't bear it. I see how sad you are that I'm about to leave you. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he's going to guide you into all truth. He won't speak on his own. He's only going to speak what he hears and he'll tell you what's coming. Did you hear that? The Spirit is an advising counselor. Jesus says he'll guide you. That's, listen, that's why I don't understand 
what seems to be foolish Holy Ghost filled folks because if you are full of the Holy Ghost you can't be full of the Holy Ghost and foolish the Bible says he'll guide you you're not going to make the wrong decision because he'll show you what he'll show you the next step. He'll show you what's ahead. He will advise you. He'll guide you. He'll lead the way. What you have to do is follow his lead. He'll show you the way. He'll guide you into all truth. Cuz you don't know what's ahead. From the youngest person in here, to the oldest person in here, nobody has lived further than today. Not one of us has lived further than 1140 on May 16th, 2021. Not one of us. And not one of us knows what 1141 holds. but there is somebody who does and Jesus said he'll guide you he'll show you the next step to take he'll guide you into all truth isn't that good news in a world full of lies and liars don't know who to believe what to believe when to believe it CDC said, take off your mask outside. You don't, if, if you're vaccinated, I don't know if I believe that or not. I don't know. Right. <laughs> right? Many of us in here, uh, I, hope, I hope this is not you, but some of us I know haven't gotten vaccinated because you don't know whether to believe that what they say isn't that vile or not. In a world full of lies and liars, you never know who to believe, who to trust. But the Bible says the Holy Spirit will lead you into the truth. So even when man is lying to you, even when man is lying about you, the Holy Spirit will lead you to the truth. He guides us into all truth. He accompanies us. He escorts us. And back, that's why Jesus said back in chapter 14, and I'm done, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Isn't that something? Jesus says the Holy Spirit is going to come and he's going to guide you into who I am. Because I'm the truth. And if you're here in the sanctuary and you don't know who Jesus is, I want to tell you the Holy Spirit, that's the Holy Spirit working in you now. That's the Holy Spirit you sense. If you're watching on the screen, that's the Holy Spirit that you sense telling you, come this way. The Bible says he'll guide you into all truth 
and Jesus is that truth if you're not sure you're saved listen to the call of the Holy Ghost follow him he's trying to lead you to somebody who can save your life the Bible says this God so loved the world he loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world but so that the world through him might be saved that's good news minister guy is going to come and tell you how you can be saved what the bible says about how to be saved but i got to tell you the holy spirit wants to lead you to jesus christ he's who we need don't die without him the gospel John 3 16 that God so loved the world that whosoever and all of us were whosoever's that if you just accept the gift of his son Jesus that you would not perish, but that you would have eternal life, everlasting life. God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. All you have to do is just confess that Jesus is Lord. You believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. You believe unto righteousness. God accepts you. That's all you have to do. If you're accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior via Facebook Live, you text it in the comments and someone will receive that and they will comment with, get in touch with you via that. That's all you have to do. If there's anyone in house, just raise your hand. Someone will, I think Miss Charlene Wortham is here. Minister Wortham is here. She will uh, write your name down and all of that information. But all you have to do is come. There's no greater relationship to have than one with Jesus Christ. One with the Father. Jesus. 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 He is our victor. Amen. Everybody is saved. Amen. Amen. Offering. If you have offerings, you can give your offerings to the deacons as you exit.
exit out of house. If you have offerings in house, you can give your offerings as you exit out of house. If you have offerings, your tithes and offerings via Facebook Live, you can give by Givelify. You can give by text to give. you can tap to give our givelify number is givelify is just tech tap and give g-i-v-e-l-i-f-y or text to give you can give via that way you can go to Mount Calvary church.life and the information is there as well in regards to how you can give your tithes and your offerings giving does never stop amen if you all would stand please for our benediction but the service has not concluded because Mountain Media has a video that they will be showing in regards to convocation. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding grace. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. If you will please be seated until Mountain Media finishes their video. And then, after that has been concluded, please follow. I will say this again. Please follow the directions of, of the ushers and Kingdom Force. Please follow their directions. Take your time and please follow their directions. Thank you so very much for your cooperation. This is Holy Convocation 2021. May 19th through May 23rd in the Mount Calvary Church Sanctuary located on 3375 Pastor S.N. Winston Senior Way in the Gem City of Dayton, Ohio. With special guest pastor J. Amard Ellis on Wednesday, May 19th. Thursday, May 20th at 7 p.m. Pastor Cedric Ville of Cleveland, Ohio. And for a special service for youth and young adults on Friday, May 21st at 7 p.m. Pastor Ronnie McFarland of Brickstown, Kentucky. And featuring the State of the Church Address on Sunday, May 23rd at 10.30 a.m. from our own Pastor S.N. Winston, Jr. All worship services will be both in-person and live-streamed. You may register for convocation at www.mountcalvarychurch.life or just call the church office at 937-268-6737. Join us as we strive to become the church that Jesus built. <laughs>